Salofa and welcome to the Samoan Scientist podcast. Today we have a special guest on, um, a dear friend of mine and an amazing scientist, Brogan McGrill. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for inviting That's me to nice your house. Intro. <laughs> um, how have you been? Yeah, all good. What about you? Yeah, good. Um, it's actually quite nice to be in your house because yeah, I have my new here. house. Yeah. yeah. Brogan's just got a new house, so very exciting. <laughs> Before we begin, can you please just give us a little bit of introduction about who you are? Yeah. yeah. Okay, my name's Brogan McGraw. I guess in terms of what I do for a job, I am a research associate at Plant and Food Research. So Plant and Food is one of our Crown Research Institutes, and so really we do um, research for the benefit of New Zealand, which I think is quite cool. So yes, I've been working there for about three and a half years now. Mm. And prior to that, I did my master's there as well. So I've been there for maybe five years now. Oh. And we did our master's together. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I guess about me, I was brought up in Auckland, but I'm Māori and so on my dad's side we um, whakapapa to Ngāti Whirau, um, so that's on the east coast. Um, so my name was brought up in um, Tuparoa, which is near um, Rotorua, which is like a little, quite small um, rural east coast community. Mm-hmm. But she moved into into the cities when she was quite young, so she left Tuparoa I think when she was like 16 or something like that just to get work. Um, so she moved to Wellington first and then eventually moved up to Auckland where she met my granddad. And so that's, I guess, dad's side. And then um, his dad is, um, was Irish, um, but had been in New Zealand for a little bit, for a few generations. And so dad was also brought up in Auckland as well. Mm. Um, and then on mum's side, she was brought up in the Wairarapa. Um, so on mum's side, where we whakapapa to Ngāti Kahungunu, uh, Rangitane and Kaitahu. So yeah, all those all those iwis have connections in the wider upper mm. region um, and so mum was brought up out in quite a yeah again a rural coastal community called Fakataki. Mm. and so we're fortunate we still have connections back to Fakataki, which is quite which I know um, I appreciate having been brought up in Auckland you yeah. know you appreciate being able to go back to where you're where you whakapapa to I guess exactly. I was just going to ask do you often go out there and see yeah 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 yeah, so mum was brought up out there and we've still got like a family family home mm. out there. And then my auntie has a house out there and my uncle as well. They were fishing, I guess they mm. did fishing for, that was what my granddad did for his um, livelihood. And then her brothers, my uncles, did as well. And my uncle still fishes out of, out of there now. Mm. Um, so yeah, so we're lucky we can go back to where mum was brought up and still have that connection. On Dad's side, it's a bit trickier just because my nan's been away mm. for so long. Mm. You know, she's um, 90 now. Whoa. Yeah, strong. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so she lives in Point Chev. But yeah, she's been um, been away from Tuparoa for a long time. So we are, as a whānau, trying to reconnect back into our different mm. um, thing. But it is, it's a long process, you know. You can't just sort of, you can rock up That's and be like, hey. It's <laughs> <laughs> me. Um, yeah, so I guess that's my like, I guess, fuck up mm. this sort of stuff. Then, so I was brought up in Auckland and I've got two brothers, so two younger brothers, um, one of whom actually just got married, I think three weeks ago, Whoa. so that was exciting. Yeah, and so we, we've been brought up out West Auckland, so went to school in um, Te Atatū and yeah, I live in Henderson now, so. Cool. Yeah, and then still live and work in Auckland and um, my mum and dad and my brothers are still here, so. 
That's nice. Yeah, it's super nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice to have like the urban family and then your rural family as well. Yeah. I think um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. understand what you mean by going back to your roots because yeah, yeah, when I went to Samoa, it's really nice to actually go back to the place where you're, you and your family are from. It's yeah, yeah it's really nice. Totally. Like we did a um, a trip maybe two years ago as like a um, my dad sort of whanau, so just my you know our family and then my auntie and my mm. nan. We went back to where she grew up. And it was so cool just to, you know, it's, there's not much there, but, you know, we could see the um, the place where their house was, you know, where they lived. Yep. And you could see where the marae used to be. You could see the river. You know, you could just, everything made sense, I yeah, guess. Definitely. Um, and you could put, you could actually, you know, because you hear stories in that, but you could actually see right the stories come to life, you know, if you will. Yeah. Exactly. Now you're working in science. So yeah. how did you get into the science career? Did it start in yeah. school? <laughs> Did it start when you were a kid? Like, were you curious about um, bugs or plants? Or Yeah. yeah um, I mean, to be honest, when I was at high school, I'd sort of always had that thing about do medicine, do medicine, Same. do medicine. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So particularly yes. from my nan, she was always oh. like, oh, you know, be our doctor. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then so, so I took, um, so that was, I guess, a goal. Um, so I took, you know, um, through NCA 1, level 1, through to 3, I took, you know, bio, physics and chemistry and um, stats. Stats and calculus? I didn't take calculus, okay. but stats, I took yeah. stats. And then I think I took English or whatever. Um, but so I took those subjects with that goal in mind. Yeah. But then, but I always really liked biology. Mm. Um, so that was definitely my, one of my favourite science subjects. Chemistry was, yeah, it was, it was all good. Um, physics, I... Didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> Why do you like bi- biology in high school? I don't know. I think I, 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 was, I don't know. I really like the processes and the connections between living things. Yeah. Like I just, yeah, I just find that really quite interesting. interesting. And just all the different interactions that happen and just, yeah, how amazing and complicated life is. You know, from the smallest microbe through to us. So I've always just found that quite interesting. Mm. So when you came to year 13 and you had done your um, stats, biology, chemistry, physics? Yeah. Is that right? So yeah. then um, how did you decide where you wanted, what you wanted to do next? Yeah. yeah. So I took, I took a year out after high school. Yeah, I just needed a break. And then I, I guess I... I um, how did your family feel about you taking a break after high school? Um, they they were pretty supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think early on in year 13 I knew I wasn't going to go straight to uni. I was pretty like clear on that. Um, So yeah, they were super supportive. Yeah, so I think, and I sort of just started thinking about what area I wanted to work in. And at a high level I wanted to, I was really interested in, you know, the environment, how we can leave the environment in a better state than it is, you know, that, that sort of area of work. And so from that I decided to do a Bachelor of Science um, specialising in environmental science, oh. um, but I could do some of the biology. So I did quite a biology heavy first year, but with the environmental science papers as well, and some of the geology. And, oh no, not geography. Geography at the yeah. University of Auckland. Yeah, yeah. So that was after your year of your year off. Yeah, yeah. And then you went straight into university. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. how was that um, first year of university for you? Oh, um, <laughs> I think I think the first year was okay yeah. because I'd for me anyway I'd had a year off, 
and I was excited about about doing the study. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like it would be, yeah, I felt like it was an area that I'd be interested in. But I actually found probably the second year the hardest. Okay. That I, I found that mm-hmm. quite hard. Just because, I guess, it was a little bit the papers I chose as well. I still didn't really know what I wanted to do. Right. And it was sort of during that time that I transitioned to a more um, biology-focused degree. So I changed my majors to biology and statistics. Mm. And I still did some um, environmental science papers, but that sort of, yeah, after the first and second year, I sort of felt like biology was more what I was interested in, yeah. and particularly um, plants. Plants and microbes was, was really what I became interested in. And there was a first year paper that I remember that really sort of ignited that interest, that um, plants and microbe paper. Oh, yeah, 102? Yeah, yeah, yeah 102. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> so that paper for me, I was like, whoa, there is just right. so much out there. So initially when you enrolled in your bachelor's, you started with environmental science. Mm. And then you realised, oh, I'm actually interested in plant science. Mm. So um, did that change seem, feel difficult for you? Because you were, you know, you were told to become a doctor from your family. Then you, yeah. <laughs> then you went away for a year and then you went to environmental science and then did that change so yeah how was that transitioning for you I guess to be honest I mean it might have been different at the time but I felt like I didn't I didn't think too much about it I just tried to go with the the papers in the areas that were interesting Mm -hmm. I mean and that has pros and cons you know there's definitely risks associated with taking papers that you enjoy Mm -hmm. well you know trying to go in that direction Mm -hmm. I just sort of gradually um, transitioned as I picked my papers for semester to semester. Mm. And so how was your um, last year in your bachelor's at uh, university? I, I think I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know, it's all, <laughs> it's <laughs> all a distant <laughs> Yeah, I think I enjoyed it. And then what did you do after that, <laughs> after your bachelor's? So three years of study at university. Yeah, yeah. and then so again I was like, oh no, no more study. <laughs> I was like, I need a break. <laughs> and then so I went into the workforce. I started job hunting quite early, so I started job hunting probably July that year, and so you know we didn't finish until sort of November. Oh. Um, so I just was looking, you know, on Seek or whatever, and applying for anything that I thought, you know, might be interesting, or anything I just thought I could get experience in. Mm-hmm. And then so I got a job working for Water Care Service services um, at they have a lab out Mangere mm-hmm. so um, it's quite associated with the, um, the wastewater treatment plants and our water treatment um, systems as well. Pretty much that November I started at Watercare and I worked there as a sample reception support technician so it was a role that I quite enjoyed because I worked between groups mm-hmm. so I worked in the, the area where they receive samples I did a bit of work in the chemistry lab, and then I did a bit of sampling as well, which I quite enjoyed. Yeah. So it was it was a good mixture. And it was it was a really um, good start, I guess, into a science job. Yeah. So you were able to get a, a job out of your degree straight yeah. away, yeah. which is really encouraging to hear. Cause yeah. I don't think that happens for many of yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, so it was definitely like an entry level job. Mm. You know, and so I. What would that be? Yeah. So I mean, I was very realistic about. So I think. When did I start work there? Maybe 2012 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or 11. And so I started on, I think, like 42k a year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. At yeah. the time, that was lots of money for me. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was right. like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it was, it was entry level. Um, but it was, it was a really good opportunity just to learn. Mm. 
Um, and so how did you get that job? Yeah. Yeah, because I think some people struggle and think, oh, I don't think I'm uh, have enough experience for a science job just out of my bachelor's. Oh. Yeah. So how did you go about that? Oh, yeah. I think I think you just have to apply for jobs. Mm -hmm. And I think a key thing is um, recognizing your transferable skills, recognizing your that you know you definitely have learned stuff out of your bachelor's and just having confidence mm. um, and you know I would definitely recommend um, at any of the universities going to their career okay. career support people because mm. um, I went to them and they helped me draft my CV wow. and cover letters CV's really important yeah cover letters. and it was it was so helpful because just really small things you don't even think about they could you know, fix and edit it all and whatever and just give you suggestions how to, you know, I had particular jobs that I was applying for that they would help me write cover letters wow. for and just help me tweak my CV. Mm -hmm. um, so I would definitely utilise those resources. And so how long were you working at, working at Watercat? I worked there full time for about a year and a half. Yeah, and so my role, my role changed a bit during that time as well. Um, but yes, I worked there full time for a year and a half. While I was working there, I sort of again started thinking maybe I should do more study mm -hmm. to, because although it was a good job and it was interesting, it wasn't, there wasn't that biology focus right. that I was interested in. Yes. You know, it yeah. was quite, um, you know, a diagnostic lab sampling. So it's quite different from, you know, when you're looking mm -hmm. at plants and microbes and that sort of stuff. So do you mean you'd get a sample and say, that's sturdy or that's clean? Or yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. So yeah. part of my job was, you know, receiving the samples, so entering them on, onto our computer mm -hmm. system and then passing them into the lab and if I was working on the lab in the lab I'd just be doing like you know pH or measuring um, right you know quite you know chemistry type tests yeah and same with sampling I'd just collect samples or mm -hmm. stuff like that but you wanted more you wanted more of that biological um and plant aspect that yeah you had in yeah I just <laughs> yeah I felt like I yeah, needed to upskill a bit more just to mm. have opportunities to go into those sorts of careers um, and to be honest, I wasn't sure what those jobs were. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just sort of felt like I needed to do more study to open mm. those doors. And then so I started looking around for different um, funding opportunities to do further study. And so I wasn't sure whether I was going to stick with science, you know, I wanted to, but I mm. just, I was sort of exploring all options. And then I found um, some funding that you had to apply for, for a, a PG Dipsci, a summer studentship and a master's. Mm. So that's an like it was an amazing opportunity, and so it was the funding was looking at virus and um, grape, yep. grape plant, um, and there was a few options of what pro projects you could do. But that was sort of you knew that you were going to be working mm. on this particular virus and, mm. and grapes. Yeah, and so anyway, I applied for that, and then was fortunate enough to get it, mm. and then so that started the other journey. Whoa! <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to say that in yeah. science, it's quite. Um, when, when we do projects, we often need to get funding, so money to mm -hmm. um, fund our fees for, um, if we're studying so well, masters, and also mm -hmm. to carry out the project. So this type of funding is actually quite, I'd say prestigious and quite rare. So yeah, Brogan did amazing to get this, that funding opportunity, because sometimes it will only fund maybe like a summer project, yeah. which is about how many months is like, yeah, of so the that, Christmas break. Yeah, that can be sort of three, four months. Yeah. yeah. So you started your summer studentship looking at um, virus on grapes, grapevines, or yeah. So yeah. So the first year I did my the PG Dipsy, which is a postgraduate diploma. Oh right, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that year. 
I found that really cool. And then over that summer, before I started my master's, I um, did a bit of work on looking at how we could um, answer some of the questions around that virus from a Māori perspective. Mm. And then after that summer, then I started my master's. I just remember going back to kind of to your bachelor's and postgrad. How yeah. was it as a as a Māori girl, woman, yeah. going through university during those times? Um, I think Tuakana made it easier. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it just, you know, you make those connections through, mm. through that. So that was a, yeah, I found that really helpful. So did you want to just explain what Tuakana is? So um, I guess Tuakana from my perspective anyway was um, at the university of at the university of auckland was a was almost like a network a support network for maori and pacifica students but what was really good about it was that there was support for some of the first year courses and the second year courses yeah so we had um, tutors for some of the first year um, courses and then that obviously you know you had a network of people went through uni with yeah. I think it's so that's how we met yeah, <laughs> yeah actually yeah. <laughs> that's true but I think it's so important to have that support in whatever form it is because um yeah university is quite a long experience yeah so yeah it's good to have that so yeah. after your first year postgrad you went into your master's so at the end of the postgrad you <clears throat> we had to write a I guess our oh, proposal for our yeah. thesis which I think we did at the same time yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, and so my master's thesis was on um, looking at how virus, this particular virus, um, grapevine leaf roll associated virus 3, how that is retained and transmitted by an insect. So the way that this virus gets spread around in a, oh sorry, in a vineyard is by this insect. So the insect will feed on one plant, suck up the virus and then move to another plant and then spread it to that one. So we were interested in looking at how long it can retain it and then if after feeding on a after feeding on another host then transmit it why why grapes in new zealand why why is that an important um thing to research about i think actually now it was back then it might have been our sixth biggest export mm. um so it's important you know economically in terms of our exports so that that's a big a big part of it. And this virus is particularly, um, can be particularly damaging, particularly right. in red varieties. Yeah, and so basically once a plant has the virus, then the only way to get rid of it is they have to pull the plant out. Wow. Which you can think of a person who owns a vineyard, that's quite an expensive process. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so we were just interested in looking at the insect and how it, yeah, how it spreads mm. that virus around. So after your master's journey, mm. um, I guess, how did you feel about it? when you came to the end mm. and what were your main findings? I think it was a very, very good learning experience. You know, sometimes I look back on my, my masters now, I'm like, oh. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's the main thing. It's, it's like an opportunity to learn. Um, and there's so many different things to learn about. You know, you learn about yourself, you learn about the research area that you're focused on. Yeah, you just, there's so many skills that you get mm. from a masters. And so when you did that, was that kind of like, oh yeah, I'm really passionate about science. This is kind of that interest I was trying to fill the whole yeah. time. Was it kind of like that or? <laughs> it's just traumatic. <laughs> yeah, there were definitely um, parts of it that, that I was like, oh, this is so cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, again, there were parts <laughs> where you're like, oh. <laughs> 
And then what were your main findings from your master's research? So basically what we did is we had these insects, we put them on a plant that had the virus and then we transferred them onto a, another plant that the virus couldn't go into and then we transferred them onto other grape plants to see whether they could still transmit that virus. Mm. Um, and we found out basically that they can hold on to the virus a lot longer that, than we thought before. Wow. So that, that was quite interesting. Um, and what's So that means that they can spread it more, like a gradual rate, because they yeah. are able to hold the virus longer. Yeah, oh. exactly. So they could be feeding on this grape plant and then, you know, go to some other plants that don't have the virus, mm -hmm. you know, and then 10 days later they can go to a grapevine and, and still have that virus. Yeah, you finished your master's. Yeah. So what now? Again, at the end of my master's, I was looking for a job. So I started looking quite early, just yeah, just because I wanted to know, I guess, what, what next. And so at that time, I was still working at Watercare. Mm. I'd just been working part-time through my master's. And so that was really good. That gave me connections into that organisation. Um, and then so I had three job offers at the end, which I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's really good. Um, so one of them was back at the lab where I'd, mm -hmm. um, but it was working in the um, microbiology department. Oh, so that was at Plant and Food Research? No, sorry, oh, so that? that was at Watercare. Watercare, Watercare. Yeah, so I had, yeah, so I had a job offer, uh, two job offers from Watercare and then one from Plant and Food. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the Watercare ones was um, you're working in their microbiology lab, which was more, you know, in the area <laughs> that I was interested in. Um, another one was working in their um, trade waste team, okay. I think, so that would be something quite different. Mm. And then the last one was working at Plant and Food Research as a research associate mm -hmm. um, within the, so I'd be working between two teams. Um, so one of the teams is a host microbe interaction team. And so basically they look at, um, so you have a plant pathogen, so a microbe that causes disease in a plant, and then you have um, the plant itself. Mm -hmm. And when these two things meet, there's heaps of molecular interactions that are going on. And so we were, that team is interested in understanding those interactions. Mm. So things that I can't see. Yeah, things mm. we can't see. But they can either, you know, make the, the plant more likely to get sick mm. or get sicker, or they can make the pathogen not able to cause disease. Mm. Um, so that's what that team focuses on. And then the other team, epidemiology, disease management. Mm. Um, and so they look at sort of, um, path plant pathogens again, but at a at a higher level. So looking, you know, um, the spread and you know the distribution of pathogens, and you know when disease hap um, when disease happens in an orchard or you know within New Zealand mm. regionally. So, so yeah, similar to what you're doing with your masters, kind of like looking at the disease and how it's spread. Yeah, overall. so definitely, yeah. So mm. looking at um, diseases the and virus, plants. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. But it was more more with like fungi and bacteria as okay. opposed to viruses. So you yeah. have three job offers, how do you choose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the luxury of choosing a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, yeah, that was, um, no, I was quite blown away by that mm. to be honest. And yeah, so I think actually a key thing with that is it's, it's really good to, um, you know, to have that part-time work, I think helped me in the end um, and just having those connections still to water care. Right. And then obviously the timing with the plant and food one as well. I guess I saw a career that I was really interested in with the plant and food mm. pathway. 
So following your interest, your passion? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I saw yeah, opportunities to learn and develop in an area that I was, mm. that I was interested in. Um, and what about, and it was financially suitable for you as well? Yeah. Because I think that's important. We have families, so it's not just us that we're taking care nah. of. So it's important that we, yeah, yeah, find jobs that we're able to support ourselves and our families. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Mm. And, you know, that for me was a big part of getting a job. You know, looking for jobs so early, it's just sort of knowing, okay, I'll be able to, you know, look after myself and all that um, once the study finishes up. Mm. Tell us a bit about what you do at Pine and Food now. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So, yes, I've I've been in that role for three and a half years now. I guess on a day-to-day, I, you know, I work on, you know, several different research projects. So at the moment I'm working on some stuff with um, some apple apple diseases. And then working on also some um, diseases in avocado, which is... I had some avocado this morning. <laughs> Everyone's always like, oh, those avocado. <laughs> um, so another, a good thing about um, my role is I've been able to develop skill sets that I didn't necessarily have coming out of uni or coming after my master's. Wow, so you're not expected to know necessarily what you're doing in the lab, even though you've had all this years no. of study, you're not an expert, so to say, definitely you come not. to a science, science, as a scientist job. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. And that's the same with, um, you know, all levels of the organisation. Mm. You know, everyone, everyone is learning and everyone is, you know, there's opportunities for development, mm. which, I, which I really um, appreciate. So yeah, so I've been able to develop um, my skills in bioinformatics. Oh. So that's um, so what I'm doing at the moment is just, I guess, yeah, finalising the the genome. So the genome for one of our apple apple pathi- apple diseases, um, and then so from there we can that will help support our looking at those molecular interactions mm. between the apple disease and the apple plant. So you're looking at the apple itself on a closer level, the genetics of it? So more the the, um, the fungi. The, sorry, the fungi. The, the fungi that the fungi. causes the disease, yeah. Um, and so that's been really cool because mm. that's not something that, that I did so much at uni. And um, so why would you look at, want to look at the genetics of a fungi when you compare it to when it infects an apple? There's heaps of different types yep. of that disease. Well, yep. you know, and so within those different types, some of them cause disease really badly in the apple plant, and right. some of them hardly cause any symptoms. So one could just kill it, and one could just have a spot. Exactly. On the apple plant. Right. Yeah. And so by understanding, you know, the differences in all of that, mm. and also how it interacts with the apple plant, we can really start to understand that interaction, and then maybe devise strategies to um, prevent mm. that disease, or to have varieties, apple varieties that. Um, are less susceptible. Gotcha. You know, so you can chuck disease at them and they'll, they'll be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's I guess the the ultimate goal. Yes. And so my what I'm doing is just a little part of that. Okay. So that's just one of the projects I, I work on. Um, another one is trying to just identify what diseases on Fijoa, um, diseases on avocado. Um, so yes, yeah, so there's quite a variety of work. So for yeah. our listeners and viewers, um, what's some advice that you would give them if they're thinking about going into science, whether if they're at high school or they're thinking about transitioning to university, what's something they can do just to see if they're actually interested in doing it, mm. having a science career? Um, so I thought about this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, my 
first thing would be to talk to people like Amy, mm -hmm. talk to people, you know, people like us who sort of have, I guess, have started in that pathway because that networking is is so mm -hmm. important. Yeah. You know, we don't know everything in, about science or about working in science, but we can maybe point you to someone who knows. So I think those networks are really important. Mm -hmm. And so you can get that, you know, through anything, just, um, you know, at the University of Auckland, you know, going to um, tutorials, you know, when we had that tour kind of thing, that, mm. you know, developed, built us networks. So creating networks with people who you've never met. Yeah. So would you um, send an email or would you approach them face to face? Like, how yeah. would you go about that? I mean, for me, I'm like a little bit shy. Same. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't, um, yes, yeah, so I, I, to be honest, I, I find that quite challenging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I found that a good way to build networks was to, you know, go to things like Tuakana and okay. just slowly get to know people. Right. But you know, the, yeah, you can flick people emails. You know, uh, people are always willing to help. You do have to put yourself out there just a little bit, mm. unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I think for like a formal email, if you're going to email like a lecturer, yeah. YouTube, I mean, the internet's really good for finding those templates, oh, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. So if you are shy or not really sure, I think mm. that's maybe possibly an option if people don't know how to reach out to people yeah um i yeah. think social media as well yeah yeah because yeah, it's yeah. more informal just be like hey i want to know more about your work yeah definitely yeah i mean and if you do see someone who is doing something that you're interested a hundred percent talk to them mm. um yeah whether in whatever format you feel comfortable if you feel more comfortable emailing them email them mm. if you feel more comfortable talking to them then then do it um Generally, people in science are really keen to talk about what they do. You know, people do science generally because they, they're passionate about it and they enjoy it. So yeah, if there's something that you know, that you see that you're, you think, oh, that's so cool, then follow it. Cool, yeah, don't, don't be afraid because yeah. you, just, you just have to start somewhere. Um, yeah. And I think it's good to ask people who have experience because they know what it's like yeah, um, yeah. instead of going to your careers advising being like what do I do after high school I mean yeah. they're not necessarily going to know what it's like day to day yeah. compared to people like Rogan so yeah. definitely any other um, tips for people getting into science so you mentioned um, having networking just reaching out to people who yeah. you think have really cool subjects um, who have really cool careers yeah. Yeah, anything else yep so I would look at um, I would just look at what jobs are out there okay um, I mean, that's a really good starting point, looking at what jobs are out there. You know, you can even just ring the people. Yeah, and then see sort of what, what's required to get that job. Cool. You know, because then you can sort of be like, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z to get a job like that mm. that I think I'm interested in. Mm. But I think really important is getting some experience. So whether that, you know, trying to get summer studentship, trying to get um, just any experience. You know, if you think you want to work in a lab or you want to do try and find opportunities to get experience doing that. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, if it's a, like how I did just, you know, working in a lab for a year, all those opportunities help you refine your career path and they mm. help you know what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, which I think is important. Very you know? important. Because you can do, you know, five years of study thinking, oh yes, I want to work in a lab and finish and be like, oh no, actually. <laughs> you know, no so way. look for opportunities to to get practical experience. Awesome. Is there anywhere that people can contact you if they have any questions for you? Yes. 
Maybe just my email is probably Okay, I can put up an email. If any if anyone, you know, is interested or has any questions, I'm a hundred percent more than happy to mm -hmm. to talk to people, you know, make connections or, you know, help create and build those networks. Mm. For me, one of the really cool things about Tuakana is, you know, I guess networking um, tutorial um, group we had at the University of Auckland mm. is that we're still all connected. That's right. And that is, I think, so cool. Yeah, so for this, all these interviews, I'm actually making my way down the Tuakana <laughs> list. <laughs> because um, those connections that we made at university were so important and like so strong and it's, yeah. it's definitely key I think yeah yeah so please um, I'm happy to talk or cool talk yeah anyone. thank you so much because yeah. this is really what it's about it's just connecting everyone and just making everyone aware about what science is yeah, yeah. okay cool cool that's us Thank you so much for listening to the Salmon Scientist podcast. If you have any more questions or comments, just message me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And please ask me questions. I'm here to help. Mm -hmm.